Hello everyone, my name is Ariana Brown. And I'm Sky Lewis. And I'm Kiara Goosby. And today our podcast will be about gun violence and we'll be telling you the causes and effects of it. The three main questions we'll be talking about today are what are your general feelings about gun control in the United States? What do you think is the inherent cause of gun violence in America? And what is the best course of action to bring about political change in the issue? The first question we'll be discussing is, what are your general feelings about gun control in the United States? My general feelings about gun control in the United States is that I don't think, well, I think everybody should have a gun for their house for protection. But I don't feel that everybody should be able to take it outside. And I feel like they should have certain license to even get them, to even take them outside. And it shouldn't be like big guns or nothing like that, you know. Um, my feelings on gun control is that I think there are certain people who shouldn't have them. People who, you know, have mentally ill issues and um, people shouldn't be able to carry assault weapons and things like that. That's pretty much it. My feelings about gun control is that I like that everyone can have a gun, but I don't like the fact that everyone can get a gun because some people really don't need guns. The next question is, what do you think is the inherent cause of gun violence in America? Guns play an extremely large role in gun violence. There are more than 90 Americans killed every day from it. Um, more than half of the firearms that are stolen each year in the United States and more than half of stolen firearms are handguns and many of which are stolen or sold illegally. My bad. Video games, social media, TV, movies, and others influences teenagers to commit mass shootings such as the one at Highland High School in Palmdale, California committed by a 14-year-old student. Nearly 58% of Americans play video games. Another cause of gun violence in America is mental illnesses. Anxiety disorders are the most common illnesses in the United States, affecting millions of adults and 18.1% of the population. Another cause is of substance abuse. Alcoholics, drug addicts, abused people, um, rape victims, all of that play a large part in gun violence. No, um, nobody wants to feel helpless in the world, so if it means getting a gun, that's what they're going to do. And that's why a lot of people get killed every day. Peer pressure is also another cause of gun violence because you have gang affiliations, you also have um, rival gangs, 
and you also have people like um, Charles Manson and people who follow in his footsteps that um, just go around killing people. And the last question that we have is, what is the biggest course of action to bring about political change in the issue? The best course of action to bring about political change is use the laws that we already have. Like, people know of laws, but they just don't know certain laws. And you put them into effect, it could help change the things that goes on, like gun violence. Another course of action is vote against whatever you don't like, like gun violence. Because if you vote against it, other people will do it too. You can start a movement and use freedom of speech. You can say what you want to say. You can do what you want to do sometimes. But if you stand up for something and you really believe in it, you can get other people to do the same thing that you're doing and start something greater. I think that it should be mandatory to take uh, several classes before purchasing a gun. I think this because if you know how to use a gun, if you know what's illegal and what's legal, then maybe you'll choose to do the right thing. Another thing that we could bring about change is hold the gun industry accountable because if people get in trouble for guns that not they're not supposed to be having or like having and doing stuff that they're not supposed to be doing with them, I feel like the gun people should get I mean, you should get in trouble for it, too, because they're the one who sold them the guns and stuff like that. And they should ensure that there is an adequate oversight over the marketing, sales of guns, and ammunition. Also, they could hold therapy sessions for the people who have mental illnesses or who are going through hard times because there are signs that people are going to do mass killings or people are going to kill people. You just have to watch and see and be very attentive when it comes to them because you know how fragile people are. So a therapy session or sessions would be great because they get to talk to other people. And even if the therapy sessions don't work, then you can always find other ways to help somebody out. I think that another way to bring about change is to hold gun violence, gun violence rallies because the more people that know, the more people that can help, the more people who can vote against it and protest and try to prevent mass shootings and killings and stuff like that. For example, the political change can help the school systems by decreasing the violence at schools, like getting more skilled security guards and performing like more drills like fire drills and tornado drills and also if anything like a school shooting should happen, um, make sure the students stay up on the news and make sure that they don't forget what they're being taught about how to stay protected, school shooting wise. and how to learn how like not to like freeze up when situations like that happen because situations like that are tragic. You don't have to stop.
Teachers should also be trained to use weapons and carry them if they want to. But you also have to think about it. Um, them putting them in safe places so students won't be able to get to them so easily. You can all, they can always um, find a place to hide the guns and use them when the time is needed. This year, about 95% of public schools now have students and teachers practicing huddling in silence, hiding from an imaginary gunman. I mean, we basically already do that, but this drill, well, the drill that they are doing now is, like, more serious because any gunman can come in, like, and they wouldn't know. So, it's not just, like, no regular type lockdown how you be with the lights off and stuff. It's like more sufficient stuff. Efficient, however you say it. And it's good because public schools are making sure that the students are safe and think every school should do that. And yeah. How do you guys feel about staff members and board members having a real close bond to students? I feel like that is a very good thing because it's like they together as one. So they could do, you could get ideas from here, ideas from there, the students, everybody, and like make it to where everything is basically safe for them. Like putting in opinions, different things about keeping them safe. I think that is really important because you could always, you never know, you could change somebody's life. If they feeling down one day and you say something to make them happy, you could prevent something serious happen, something that will hurt not just you or that person, but everyone. And I think it's really important to, you know, like get ideas from other people. Like she said, you know, make everybody feel included so then it won't be like, they really don't have anybody to talk to or don't have anybody to go to. I feel that that's an important thing to have in the school system so everything could just flow and you really won't have to worry about a lot of drama and mess going on because anything really happens, you a student can always go talk to a teacher and if the student can't talk to the teacher, they can talk to the board member. They can just have somebody to talk to instead of just bottling it up. And I would also like to say that if they feel like they can't come talk to you and something is wrong, well, something, they won't come tell you. It's just going to happen without any warning. And that's not a good thing because that's how school shootings and mixed emotions and all types of bad things happen due to the fact that somebody can't come tell you what's actually going on with them because they feel judged and unwanted or like their opinion doesn't matter when in all reality it does just like but you also have to watch out for predators hiding and um how close the student and teachers get because things lead to other things. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't need those things to happen. So it's best to keep 
a close relationship, but no boundaries and have check-ins with people just to see how everything's going. And I also feel like um, a teacher or any staff member should be like subjected to certain kids. Well, not certain kids, but meaning like a various amount of kids depending on how many students the school has. So if a school has like 50 workers but like 200 kids, I feel like each each person should get like four kids just so they can check on them. If the student is having a bad day, they could just go to them and talk to them, just be there for the kids instead of just a student has a problem, oh, well, we're going to kick them out or we just going to uh, send them home and just let them chill out for the rest of the day. I feel like, no, they should be able to calm down like an hour or two later and deal with that problem that day so they won't go home and get to thinking about it or have people in their ear telling them that, oh, they should have did this or did that because it's only going to lead to more problems and more fights and just angry feelings about everything. And then that's where you get more conflicts with students and teachers. Like an example. Gun violence. Okay, so that was our take on gun violence and the cause of it, our opinions, and how how we think we can prevent it. And we hope that one day we won't have to go through this anymore. No one will have to go through it anymore. Yeah. My name is Kiara Goosby. I'm Sky Lewis. My name is Ariana Brown, and I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast.